0: Welcome to this week's Planet Shakers podcast. Before we jump in, we want to encourage you to follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. It's the best way to connect, be encouraged, and stay up to date with all things Planet Shakers. Now, to this week's podcast. This morning, I want to speak to you on the topic, The Life of Overwhelming Victory. Who wants to live a life of overwhelming victory, right? You know, um, when people go through challenging times, you know, and I've seen at many, many funerals, they, they quote the 23rd Psalm and because they think it's a funeral Psalm. Well, it has a funeral moment in it, but it's not really about the funeral, it's actually about a life. Because in this is the stages of overwhelming victory. And so we're going to look at this today. It's Psalm 23. Psalm 23. It says, let's get the words up. The Lord is my shepherd. I. Hey, let's read it together. That we don't normally do this, All right? Ready? Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. Stop. I shall not want. Stop. I just like doing that. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. That's a pretty good thing right there. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for You are with me. So we're going to look at the different stages in this Psalm about what happens in our lives. The, the first stage, is says the Lord is my shepherd. It is a stage of revelation. Isn't it amazing when you understand who God is to you? He reveals who He is, you, you become a Christian. I, I hear this a lot that, I didn't know I needed a Saviour until I heard, and I didn't know I was carrying all this weight of sin And then I said yes to Jesus and it's like I'm lighter, I'm free. That comes through revelation. The Lord is my shepherd, it's revelation. You know a shepherd's job is to do this, is to protect the sheep, it's to guide them to good pastures with plenty of flu, food and slow-moving, easily accessible water. What a picture of Jesus. He comes to protect us from sin and take us into the goodness of God. I don't know about you, that's pretty awesome. That, you know, people say, "Well, I heard, you hear this a little bit. Oh, it's a prosperity Gospel. Well, what Gospel isn't about Prosperity. John 10:10 Jesus came to give life and life to the Genesis and God created man and he blessed them So God created us to be blessed <laughs> He says that he wants us to prosper in all things Now we don't pursue prosperity we pursue God and if we pursue God, John 6 says, "Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you." So favor is Jesus. Luke 2: 252. And Jesus grew in favor with God and with man. See, so wherever Jesus is, there's favor. Everywhere the Gospel goes, they call this thing called redemption and lift. In other words, when people give their life to Jesus, their life lifts. I'll take you all through the world where Christianity has come and, and, and true Christianity, not religion, true Christianity, and it's lifted people to new levels. The problem is when we get blessed, we think it's us instead of understanding it's Him. That's why you've got to keep living in the revelation the Lord is my shepherd. In John three or three John, it says, "Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in some things. No, in all things, and be in health, just as your soul prospers." You know, to prosper is is to. It's talking that there to grant a prosperous and expeditious journey, to lead by a direct and easy way to a great and successful issue, to cause prosper, to, to cause to prosper, to prosper, to be successful. God wants your life to be successful. What is success? Success is obedience. Success is of things, success is obedience. When I'm obedient before God, God promises that He will do certain things, but I don't chase the things, I chase God. So the first part of this Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, it's revelation. Then you go from revelation to realization, it becomes real to you. It says, I shall not want. You know what I mean? To, I shall not want is to have no lack. That's pretty cool. Philippians 14, 4, verse 9 says, and my God may. No, it doesn't say that. And my God could it doesn't say that. It says, and my God shall supply all you need, all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So here's the truth. Heaven has no lack. It's full of power, it's full of peace, it's full of joy, it's full of love, it's full of provision, it's full of breakthroughs, it's full of victory, it's full of Jesus and wherever Jesus is nothing can hold Him back because He is the God who brings victory from glory to glory to glory to glory. Jesus says when you praise, pray let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven and my God shall supply all your needs according to His, to His riches in glory. If you believe that, come on, let's give God a (laughs) praise. See, when you have a realisation that I shall have, I shall not want, when you understand that God shall supply all your needs, When you understand that you then can boldly come into the throne room of grace, unmerited favour, and ask, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. But when you have a revelation, He's a good shepherd and He's leading me to good places, then I have a realisation I can ask according to his will and what's his will to bless his children to be a blessing to others Ephesians 3 my favorite scripture in the Bible in the amplified verse 20 it says now to him by the in the consequence of, of the action of his power that is at work within us every say everyone say his power, is at work within us, is able to carry out His purpose. What's His purpose? It tells us, and do super abundantly far over and above all we dare ask. When you have a realisation, you ask all things infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. I could walk off the stage right now and drop the mic if you have this realisation that God wants to bless you and prosper you because He's a God of super abundance and it's in His nature. And He says you've got to have revelation and then realisation. Wow. Yeah, but I lost my job. Oh good, that's okay. You got a better job coming. (laughs) Then it says, And He makes me lie down in green pastures. Notice it doesn't say He makes me lie down on dusty roads. (laughs) He makes me lie down in green pastures. I love spring because spring's green. You see the people are mowing. It's bad for your hay fever, but it's good to lie down in. You know, you go to the gardens and the, I saw someone the other day at the gardens and he had his shirt off and it was like 22 degrees. I'm like, dude, it's not even hot enough to have your shirt off, but because it's green. And he probably didn't have the body to have the shirt off anyway. <laughs> he makes us lie down. He makes us lie Sometimes. You're so busy and I'm so busy doing things. He puts things before us and says, okay, it's time to lie down. In other words, it's time to rest. Rest isn't stopping, rest is depending. He makes us lie down in green. What does green mean? New. So we go from revelation to realisation to habitation. Now we're resting in His presence. Now we're, because we know He's a good shepherd, we've had a realisation He, He supplies all our needs. Now I can relax and enjoy His presence. I can have the habitation of who He is. The greatest rest you get isn't having a day off. The greatest rest you get is having the greatest heart connection with God. My Bible says in His presence is fullness of joy. My Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. So in His presence, in His habitation, is fullness of joy. That means fullness of strength. I think you should have a day off. I like having day offs. I like having holidays. But the best rest I get is in His presence. You can have the The most time off you could ever want. Have the do-nothing life, but still not have rest. Because in you, God's created you to build, He's created you to design, He's created you to do things for His glory, but it's not in your endeavour to make you famous or your name great, but it's in your endeavour to rest in the purposes of God and do it according to Him So, my dependence is on him, not on me. Habitation. Pastures means dwelling. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. So, we go from revelation to realization to habitation. Now we go to restoration. He restores my soul. What is my soul? It's my will and my emotions. It's my, that's why the Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. My will will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Why? Because I'm speaking to my feelings, restoration. He leads me besides still waters he restores my soul he is the river of god he is our refresher john 30 john 737 says out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water it's amazing how resting water is to people in the natural, if you're watching over an ocean and you're sitting there, it's restful. It's the same at a lake or, or a river, it's restful. It's resting to just sit there and watch and just, well, it's the same with God. When you're in Him and you just look at Him and, and worship Him and, and, and follow Him, you find rest to your soul. The Bible says He gives rest to the weary. It says his burden is light. He restores. Everyone say, Restore. And then he says, He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. See, once you've had a revelation of who he is, you have a realization of what he does. You now have habitation. You're living with him and he with you and now you're living in restoration, you then go into a place that says, God, I want my life to bring glorification to You. I want my life to give You glory. Everything is about You. Everything is to give Your Name praise. I wanna give You glory because I have a revelation of who You are, of Your goodness, and because You're so good, how can I not? Do what you want me to do. How can I not follow you with all my life? How can I not use the talents, the ability, the resource, the time to give you glory with what you've given me to steward? Glorification. So, this is a pretty amazing moments so that you go from revelation to realization to habitation to restoration to glorification, and then you come to a Moment because life all has these moments. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You go into this season now of fortification, why? Because you're just walking a path that's dark and. and and you just, that you understand that your dependence isn't on all these other things but on His rod, and His staff. In other words, that His Word is a lamp under my feet, a light unto my path. I I can find fortification in the dark times. I can find strength in the times of the valley. I can find the goodness of God around me in those seasons because you can have it in the mountain and that's amazing. But in the valley, you learn something about God and you learn something about your revelation, your realisation, your habitation, that happens in the valley. In the valley, in the place where it's tough, you understand He's there to comfort you and protect you. I love the counter, having revelation of who He is. But listen this. Peter says, Jesus says, who do people say that I am? He says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And He says, blessed are you, Peter, because on this rock, on this revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Why does it go from on this revelation to the gates of hell? Because God knows that the gates of hell will try to stop every believer's revelation, realisation, habitation, restoration. You know, the church has tried to be taken out through communism, through whole heap of isms, through a whole heap of humanism throughout the ages try to be destroyed, but the church is just growing and growing stronger. Why? Because we're not living on the revelation of religion, but we're living on the revelation, you are the Christ, you are the Son of the living God, you are the Anointed One. And even though I go through a valley, even though I I get into that place where your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Remember what a shepherd carries. The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, that's right. He's got a rod and a staff to protect me from the wolves of life, from the challenges that come and try to take me out. I just got to keep walking with the shepherd. I just got to keep listening to the shepherd. I just, I got to get fortification with my shepherd. And I love this. You prepare before me. You prefer a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. You prepare before me a table. What is on the table? Favour, love, joy, forgiveness. An enemy's looking at you that's hurt you. Oh, that's all right. I'm just gonna taste of his goodness and forgive you. There's, there's fear staring in you in the face, oh that's okay. I'm gonna get in the revelation that He is all powerful and mighty, so I'm gonna stare fear in the face with faith. Oh, oh, intimidation is yelling at me. Oh, don't worry. I'll put a bit of praise on my mouth. I'll, I'll, I'll eat of the table of praise. And before you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Oh, you wanted me to get bitter? Ah, now I'm gonna get better. You, uh, you, uh, Oh, you want me to carry scars? <laughs> That's okay. He turns my scars into stars. He turns my setbacks into setups. That's the God we serve, He prepares a table before me in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies are always watching. The Bible says the devil is a roaring lion seeking who he may devour, but God prepares a table that says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper and every word brought against you shall fall. It's called fortification, now preparation. He's preparing us not to live in fear, but live in victory. Not to live intimidated, but to be an overcomer. The only into me that I'm gonna have is intimacy. I'm not gonna get intimidation, I'm gonna get intimacy. You prepare a table, but I love this. It doesn't stop there. It says, You anoint my head with oil, then my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now it's called manifestation. I'm now in the infiltration system of God. Now I'm living in the manifest presence of God. And that wherever His presence manifests, healings, breakthroughs, miracles, provision, because He is, I have a realisation and I have a revelation. Now I'm in the manifest presence of God. I'm not just in the omnipresence of God, He's everywhere. I'm in the ark turning up to Obed-Edom's house and everything gets blessed. God of prosperity and blessing and favor and and generosity steps in. You see, you've had your valleys, you've had your challenges. Now God says, "Okay, cool. I'm going to bring you into a season of incredible manifestation." And it says, "And I will dwell in the house of the Lord," which then takes you into acceleration. <laughs> Surely goodness and mercy is following you as you pursue His house. Acceleration. And we think, well, that's like a linear line that just goes to there. I, I've discovered it's a circular. So what happens is you come from revelation to realisation to, to uh, habitation, to restoration, to, to um, whatever the next one was. Anyone? Could, uh, fortification to preparation. To manifestation, to acceleration, and you're here. And then God brings you to another season. And so it's like you go back to where it was, but you're no longer there, you're over here now. So it starts from a different point. You're in revelation, realisation, you're in, in a, habitation, you're in preparation, you're in fortification, you're in manifestation and you're in acceleration. And then you come from here and you go there. And what happens is you build on the revelation. It doesn't stop. It gets bigger. You build on the realisation. It just doesn't stop. It gets bigger. When I ran an urban life group, I didn't need to raise much, just pastor a few people. Now we lead a church that's over 15,000 people in Melbourne and then campuses around the world and millions of people impacted and billions actually listening to our songs. What's happened is my revelation has continued to grow. My realisation has continued to grow. I haven't stopped at that point and just keep going back. So no, the point that stops there becomes the next point to the future. And I've discovered there's always a valley of the shadow of death in every season, every cycle. Every cycle, there's challenges. Every cycle, there's opposition. Every cycle, every level, there's always a new devil. But if I live in the revelation, the realisation, the habitation, the restoration, the fortification, if I live in the manifestation and I live in the acceleration, guess what? I just keep taking more ground. So do you. See, immature Christianity, you can't get to this place of acceleration and go back to just revelation. The revelation has to be higher because the journey's taken you higher. So, (laughs) the life of an overcomer. The life of overwhelming victory comes from revelation, goes to realization, goes to habitation, goes into restoration, goes into uh I always get this glorification and then goes into fortification, then goes into preparation. No, yes, and then in a manifestation, then to a- acceleration. And I got so many shons in my life, it's unbelievable today. <laughs> It's like I'm South African. Shoo. Yo. lekker, lekker man. Shoo. But the truth is, without the revelation, you never get to the acceleration. So, in every season, you've got to have a revelation of who he is, a realization of what he can do, a habitation of who, of him in you. Let him restore you. Let Him fortify you, let, let your life glorify Him. Let your life see the manifest goodness of God and then the acceleration of the Kingdom of God. But every point always comes, every cycle always comes back to the point of revelation. I'm blessed to be a blessing, revelation. Greater is He that's in me than he that's in the world, a revelation. If God be for me, who can be against me, a revelation. I can do all things through Christ who gives me a strength, a revelation. Wherever my foot treads is an inheritance, a revelation. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall, a revelation. He's all powerful, He's almighty. He has nothing that is impossible for Him. So I've got to keep my revelation to believe for realisation, habitation. Glorification, restoration, (laughs) fortification, preparation, manifestation, and acceleration. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that your faith was filled and you were encouraged. If you have any prayer requests or want to connect with us further, search for us on our social media at Planet Shakers. We'd love to hear from you.